Well, I remember the very first day I was elected to the Dáil in June 1981 and the day the Dáil sat. What did I do beforehand? I went with my mother to St. Patrick's Cathedral in Dublin. They had this special service because of the Dáil going back. And St. Patrick's Cathedral is in the news and is in need because they urgently need a new roof. The cost of replacing the 150-year-old slates has been estimated to be 9 million euros. The cathedral has raised 5 million euros, but is appealing to the public to help meet its overall target. An information evening about the massive restoration uh, project takes place tonight. And News Talk reporter Aideen Finnegan has been finding out what it's all about. Did you know the phrase to chance your arm comes from St. Patrick's Cathedral? It originates from 1492 when the butlers of Ormond, warring with the Fitzgeralds of Kildare, took refuge from their bloody battle in the cathedral. Gerald Fitzgerald urged them to come out and make peace, but the butlers doubted his intentions. To show he was in earnest, Fitzgerald cut a hole in the door with an axe, thrusting his arm through it so those on the other side could shake his hand. What's known as the Door of Reconciliation can still be seen in the cathedral to this very day. It's one of hundreds of stories from the ancient building which has stood on the site in Dublin 8 since the year 1191. But it's at risk. The roof urgently needs a 9 million euro repair and restoration to prevent the weather destroying a part of our history. Dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, the Most Reverend Dr. William Morton, outlines the state it's in. Quite a perilous condition. About five, six years ago, there was a very, very big wind and there were two large holes left when slates were blown off the roof. You could have placed a mini car into either of the two holes. They were so large. The roof was replaced 150 years ago in a massive conservation project led by Benjamin Lee Guinness. It's been maintained over the generations, but a major restoration can wait no longer. The slates, the entire slates, over 12,000 of them now, and they need to be replaced ASAP because it is in a perilous state. So that is why we have on our website a facility now for people to sponsor a slate. I'm, I'm delighted to say that people have been and continue to do that, but we, we really are very keen to try and find some more funding very quickly to try to get this work done. We really need to do this because this is such an important, iconic building in the whole of the uh, cityscape of Dublin City. We have centuries after century of history here. Of the €9 million euro price tag, St Patrick's Cathedral has budgeted and saved €5 million, but it needs a further 3 or €4 million from the public to complete the job. And one thing that I think is very palpable from the people with whom I have spoken is that there is a tremendous amount of goodwill out there, wishing as well, wanting it to be done. Has the fire in Notre Dame Cathedral focused minds in terms of how was there a spike of donations to the church for the roof appeal after well that? i think the overall thrust is that people are aware we're doing the roof so you know they, they have been very kindly supporting the roof project but in answer to your question it has certainly massively sharpened our focus here about the fire and quite a few of the local fire stations have been here and with 
our health and safety officer, they have gone through the thing so that in the event of a fire, when they arrive, they know the building, they know exactly you know what points to enter the building and the complete layout of the building. They know what's at stake. So it has given us huge focus. St. Patrick's is firstly a place of worship. Cathedral administrator is Gavin Woods. You know, we are the National Cathedral for the Church of Ireland and most people in Dublin, Ireland, the island are not members of the Church of Ireland. But we feel very strongly that um, we have a reach beyond denomination here, a national cathedral in a real sense, and that's reciprocated by the people who come in and enjoy our services here. But is there a role for the state to play in the roof repair of a national monument? This is part, again, of what makes us to be Irish, this building. And, you know, as I say, it is open on a daily basis. It's something that is critical to the uh, landscape of the city, particularly within Dublin 8. Um, It's been here eight hundred years uh, and has served as a catalyst for investment in the area as well. I mean, it's no mistake, for instance, that a number of hotels, very substantial hotels, are, be, are going up within literally a stone's throw of the cathedral. So um, I would point out that the state needs to support, I think, what we're doing. And again, it's not that it's a black hole money's going into, it's coming back in spades, back into the, into the state's coffers. So yes, the state has been very, very generous and very good to us. We have been uh, granted support through the uh, Build Heritage Structure Fund that was there, and we got the largest grant in the country, which was 200,000 euro, which we're extremely grateful for. But any more, we'd also be very grateful. The restoration work doesn't stop at the roof. The Cabbage Garden Cemetery off Kevin Street was the burial ground of the Liberties merchants and tradesmen. It's so called because Oliver Cromwell is believed to have used it to grow cabbages for his horses. The gravestones, separated from their burial plots, are leaning against the wall of what's now a hidden public park. Eddie McGuinness is head of the Ivy Trust Residence Committee, which is trying to reclaim the cabbage garden from antisocial behaviour. As we look on to the walls at, at the edge of the park, the gravestones are all running along. They're stacked up against each other, but they, we do think that there still might be bones underneath in the ground itself. Uh, over into the far corner, there's a little history of where the graveyard has come and actually a little map of where all the graves actually were. We are going to try and do is expand on that and let more people and build on the tourists who come to St. Patrick's Cathedral to come on up here and look at this area as well. It's absolutely amazing because you have some older trees which are well developed and new tree, newer trees. But overlooking that is the Ivy Trust, which was, again, most people have realised, built in 1894 onwards from the Guinness family. You have families looking on into this nice, quiet oasis in a way. But then we do have antisocial behaviour around the area as well, which is part of the project that we are trying to redevelop and actually, in a way, interact more with those communities who feel left out. And that is crucial that we have to realise is not leaving any part of community The Ivy Trust Community Choir meets to practice in a room just a stone's throw from the Cabbage Garden. I was very lucky to uh, attend one of the cathedral schools, so for me the cathedral is a huge part of my life and, and has been since I started there at the age of 12. 
and I've, I've kind of seen the cathedral um, grow outwards in recent years, which is amazing, you know, in terms of the community development and also in terms of tourism. So it's, it's becoming a more open space, which I think is wonderful. You're still part of the cathedral in a way because you were playing here with the music group, with the choral group? Yes, my colleague Kelly approached me, the community officer um, from the cathedral, about uh, a choir that had been founded here. So it's kind of in association with the cathedral and the Ivy Trust community and we uh, formed the Ivy Trust Community Choir. And you come here every week to take part uh, in the music well, group? I, yeah, it's not that long since we joined, sure it's not. Uh-huh. Do you go into the St. Patrick's Cathedral very often? Uh, well, well, no, would you believe I only saw that I'm a Catholic, you know, that's the first time I was ever in Patrick's Cathedral. It's amazing, weren't they? And magnificent buildings outside. Uh, you're a, a Londoner? Yes, but I've been living in Dublin for 37 years. And it's wonderful to see such an old building reintegrating itself, if you like, into the local community because I think that's as it should be whether you're religious or not it doesn't really matter to me. The first overt sign that the roof restoration is underway will be in early August when a crane appears above the cathedral but Dean Morton says they will keep St Patrick's open throughout the 22-month project. There will also be scaffolding inside because allied to the replacement of the roofs will be work on the windows and the work on various aspects of the higher sections of the cathedral which we're able to do because the, the scaffolding will be in place and people will actually be able to come along they'll be able to learn about the project you see this is a building that is in a way constantly changing. But you know, there's a lovely sense in which the iconic nature of St. Patrick's Cathedral is actually never finished. You know, it is ongoing. Gavin Woods says everyone is invited to an information meeting this evening where you can find out all about the restoration. We are going to hold a meeting at 7.30 to which all are welcome, literally everyone. And we've made great efforts to let people in the locality know that it's it's running. And we're very keen for people to come in and hear what we're about and what we're doing and why. And any questions and concerns or helpful suggestions that anybody has we'd only be too delighted to to engage with people there so I'll be here myself uh, the cathedral architect and the dean will also be there the cathedral cathedral architect John Beecham will give a presentation and then as I say it's open to the floor so we'd be thrilled if anybody would like to come to the cathedral to hear more about this project for more information you can log on to stpatrickscathedral.ie thanks for that report Aideen and I think it is a good cause it's a national heritage uh, and let's hope it all ends successfully